Have you ever heard of the saying, I may not be able to buy happiness, but I can buy plane tickets and that's pretty close? Yes, but have you, have you guys considered maybe travel isn't even worth it? Well, we researched a study published on applied research and quality of life where Najin and his team of researchers from the Netherlands investigated the effect of vacations on overall happiness and how long it lasts. And surprise, surprise, they found that while vacation anticipation boosts happiness, there's hardly any effect afterwards. Mm -hmm. Okay, first of all, I did not expect to read that while I was doing research with you. And to find out that the baseline happiness for vacationers and non-vacationers post-break was so similar that that, pretty, that shocked me a lot, you know? Yeah, it kind of went against everything I assumed about travel, honestly. Because I used to think that vacations have a long-lasting effect on happiness. But that was what our investigation was all about, right, Daye? Yeah. Uh, our investigation was questioning whether Najin's theory is applicable, specifically from the point of view of students like us. Since he collected data from mainly adults, we wanted to answer the question, how do travel experiences affect students' levels of happiness after the trip? Mm -hmm. And we tried to investigate this through conducting interviews with some participants. So how did your interview go? What were the results like? Well, we had two participants, A and B, and participant A, the Iron interviewed, had the absolute worst timing. She was traveling and she came back like a few days right before the mock, for our year 11 mocks. And oh she said being happy wasn't even part of the question. And she couldn't really enjoy the break even due to stress. So obviously her happiness levels didn't get better post-trip and it was more replaced by stress. Ooh. That's really interesting because participant B, who I interviewed, had the complete opposite response. She traveled during a long weekend break, right? Yeah, and she said the trip was a few days where I didn't really have to think of school and the responsibilities I have. The trip was definitely a stress relief from all the assignments I had because I love the beach a lot and I was going to an island that's one of my favorite places on earth. And after the trip, she said that she felt a lot of mixed emotions of satisfaction and nostalgia, but not stress like what participant A felt. In fact, she said she actually felt more motivated for school, more refreshed even. Mm -hmm. I think that means that there's a slight bias in the results that participant A had. We can't really say Najin's theory is right or wrong with participant A since they were in a very specific very negative situation that makes it hard to come up with a clear conclusion. Mm -hmm. And the other interesting thing I noticed about both participant A and B's answers was the fact that both of them didn't feel that much post-trip happiness or any long-term benefits from travel. Ooh, that's true because although participant B said she felt more motivated and refreshed after her trip, she didn't quite say she felt the emotion of happiness. In fact, she mentioned, I felt a lot of negative emotions like missing the island life and reminiscing the good times, and that wasn't very nice. So instead of happiness, I guess it was more of the feelings of nostalgia mixed with satisfaction after her need of wondering was fulfilled during the trip. Yeah, and it's very interesting because uh, participant A also described her post-trip feelings after months as being more nostalgia rather than 
a happy feeling. She said, uh, and I quote, I mean, it's fun. I'm happy in the moment. Like, yay, I did that. But after that, there's nothing more. Mm. But I don't think we can conclude whether Najin's theory is true based on that alone, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's still not possible to confirm whether his theory is true or not and pinpoint the exact effect travel has on students since there are so many uncontrollable variables in the timing of pur- and timing and purpose of the trip, as well as the unique personality and preference of each participant, I think a larger pool of interviewees who had traveled around the same time would have helped us to draw a better conclusion from the investigation. I agree, because other than that, although both experience a nostalgic effect, there is an uninvestigated gray area where one of the participants also experienced a boost in motivation. Yeah, that, that was interesting. Yeah, and it leaves room for another investigation opportunity. But for now, we've been discussing a lot about the connection between vacations and happiness. And I'm guessing that the discoveries we found probably thrown off some of the audience a bit as they might have just discovered that vacations are possibly not as happiness boosting as they might have thought. Yeah, I I agree with you there. But, you know, let's not give too much negativity to vacations. I think from what we've discovered is that timing is pretty important when you're making the trips and it can affect your mood a lot. And since uh, travel doesn't always have the biggest long-term impact, as students, we don't always need to be going on the perfect vacation as some might want. Right. And I think that's a pretty satisfying conclusion. Getting to it was pretty confusing and challenging. But yeah, I think we should just end it here. So to everybody listening, thank you so much for tuning into this discussion. And thank you to the two participants. It's been a really interesting project.